Excelsior! I, don't, I guess that's a common nerd voice. Hi, welcome to the Popcorn <laughs> Brothers. I'm Eli. I'm Isaac. And we're here to talk about movies. We got the goods. We got the stuff. We got the best. Let's meet in a dark alley and deal it out. How are you today, Isaac? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> that's good. This oh, podcast look, the just sun. took an interesting twist. Oh, the sun just came out. It's been dark all day. It's been out for a while no, now. It a good hasn't. hour, probably. Oh, I just I was playing games on my phone and I missed oh, it. Oh, I see. <laughs> How are you today? You're, you're I'm good. good. You just asked. I just asked that. Good. Man, yeah. I just I'm mixed, mixed up. I'm great. All right, that's Ready good. to talk about some that's superhero nice. movies. Yeah, what did you do today? I went to work. Uh, how's work? It was fine. <laughs> okay. It was work. <laughs> So if um, only somebody would pay us to do this instead of having to go to work, it would be a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, maybe you should just pay us. You pay me and pay yourself and then then I would not have any set. money at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. All right. So today's episode, we will start with this week at the movies. We're going to cover Tomb Raider, Tom yeah. Raider as I like to refer to it now. And uh then we'll lead in to our trailer of the week, which is not terminal it's the, the house, house with a clock in its walls the house with a clock in its walls not on its walls in, in its the walls, walls. Uh, all right in its walls and then we are starting this week big week excelsior we are starting the avenger series i guess the mcu series is what we're calling this we are going over the marvel cinematic universe in the lead up to infinity war and isaac can't contain his excitement i see it on his face <laughs> huge superhero buff <laughs> never read a comic book never seen a marvel movie i have read ready comic to jump books. in what comic book have you read um i read persepolis which was that lame is a comic and i hated book. it i love that one but i did That's a like graphic novel more than a comic book. well I, yeah i guess i've read graphic novels then because i read fun home too fun home mm -hmm. i don't know what they made is. it into a musical how many superhero comics zero <laughs> zero <laughs> All right, good. Well, we've got we got a ton to talk about and plenty for you to ask questions about, I'm sure, too. We can just go over it because... Yeah, if really, I bothered to care enough to have a question about we're them. We're introducing the universe. You I can, did I have mean, a few questions. I, text, I texted you some questions. This is, yeah. Because we started them. with... And I think they're worth discussing. <laughs> and I think... I know you I have other questions. Because I just skipped those movies, so... <laughs> I know you have other questions outside of just like the little bit of plot. Some of that matters. Some of it doesn't. Like, I'll give you what I know. Yeah. I'm no expert, but I have done some research and I've seen most of all, if not all the movies. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. We just talked about that. So, But that's not where we are yet. We're at no, the beginning. Yeah. At this point, it's okay because we'll <laughs> we'll roll information out as the episodes exactly. go. But this is a big one. we got to introduce a lot of information. We've got the Infinity Stones. and There's the none of that in there yet. Well, the Tesseract is an Infinity oh, Stone, well, The only thing we know about is the Tesseract. That's well, the only thing I know about. Uh, yeah, but I'm still going to introduce what the Infinity Stones Fine, are. Whatever. Because what I mean, what is the Tesseract? What do you know about the Tesseract? It's a magical artifact. <laughs> okay. It's a mag Good. It does well, magic things. Where did it come from? Well, it came Why from it outer made? space or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is uh this is a great. We'll, we'll get into it. I got a, I got a lot to talk about. All right, but. Let's uh let's hop in. So at this week at the Speaking movies. Speaking of artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> we um we saw Tomb Raider Day. We used our movie yeah, passes. We've been we couple, drove been all the way to the weeks. movie theater. We walked inside and sat down to watch the abomination. Oh my gosh, that's way <laughs> too dramatic. It was not that, that bad. That is Tomb Raider. Okay, Isaac. I actually liked it a lot. Give us a little bit about the plot. Let's let's start there. Uh so Tomb Raider is about Laura Croft, this is the rebooted, uh, I guess, film franchise based on a video, video game, game which I've never played 
the video game. I don't know anything about it, yeah. really. I just know that they used to make Tomb Raider movies and they had Angelina Jolie in them. Yeah. They made and, two. Yes. And I'm sure I can just, I've never seen those either, so I can just assume what they're like. <laughs> Because I know what kind of action movies Angelina Jolie makes, which just means that her boobs are probably out all over the place. Yes. And she is a nice gun-wielding girl who she can shoot all the guns and do all the She's like acrobatic stuff. Oh, yeah. She does very acrobatic things. Oh, yeah. Because my friend was Snapchatting me. She was watching one of them and she Snapchatted the scene where she is bouncing on a trampoline or flying on some things in her house or <laughs> yeah. something. Oh, that's the beginning of the first Tomb Raider, which is my favorite Tomb Raider. That well, it was stupid looking. <laughs> it was not stupid looking. It's action packed and fun and lighthearted. Uh, unlike I thought this, this one movie. was lighthearted. Uh, I don't know. It's it's somewhat lighthearted. Okay, still. look. So this is the thing. That. These types of movies are not like I know that they're not really they're not some any kind of artistic achievement no so i typically go into these movies with low expectations yeah. any type of movies like this okay. we know you know what i mean mm -hmm. an action movie <clears throat> made for a broad audience to go to the movies and forget about their life for two hours and just watch this movie but i liked this one it does have that it definitely came on the heels of like how the rebooted um how everything that we're rebooting <clears throat> like um James Bond and stuff were kind of making them more real quote unquote real gritty there uh, it wasn't but Tomb Raider wasn't gritty it was just this girl drowned a guy in a puddle well the only person but, she killed as far as we're away. Mm, I think she killed a couple other people too she did oh, yeah, she shot right, them with right, the like right. that was the first one no spoilers, but I but. liked this because it was uh because she, it wasn't like I just assumed that Angelina Jolie, when she showed up in Tomb Raider, she was already like, oh, I'm a badass. I can already do all this stuff. But then this girl, this version of Laura Croft, she didn't know how to do any of that stuff. But which apparently that was, why was I thought really it was good cool. at everything already. Well, did grow up, grow up shooting, shooting up, shooting, yeah, shooting they a showed her. They showed that she did some of those things. like, And she was kind of a street rat type thing girl because she was rejecting yeah. all this money that her family had she so. learned on the streets yeah exactly so she did some of that stuff i also like there was no love interest yeah yeah that is and good. everything laura had to do everything on her own so it was very to me there is a very like subtle like kind of i don't even want to call it feminist that is how tomb raider but, always is to me or has but been to me. but it was also like there was never a part where i really felt like they like that she was supposed to be like a sexualized object just there no. for your like yep. visual enjoyment. Not at all. Which was nice. And it was very much like she was the only person who could figure out how to do any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Which, so it has a very subtle, I think, feminist sort of perspective to it, which I also thought was nice. Like we didn't have to worry about some man coming to save the day, like to yeah. help her out of the spot at the last minute or that she was going to not be able to complete anything because the guy was in danger. So she had to save the man. Like, yeah. And the, just the obvious choice to have a female action star without over sexualizing her, yeah. which is what you discussed. And I don't think, I don't think we put it that specific yet, but yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I was. It's sad that we have to be like yeah, that's well, you pretty have to be amazing that specific because <laughs> I mean, even what what was the trailer we watched last week with Mila Kunis? Like, 
even that, I guarantee you, yeah. that's going to be overly sexualized. For the well, there's going to be parts of that too. Yeah. Well, and not that, not that in the future, Laura certainly can't have a love interest or no, can't yeah. do any of those can. things. And can it's be just sexualized. that it didn't have to. It just didn't have to come off that way, which I thought yeah. was okay. It was nice. Yeah, no, it is nice. Uh, I mean, I just it could, don't like my thing. I had low <laughs> expectations, and it perfectly matched my low expectations. So I was counting that as a win. Meanwhile, recently I've been to see similar types of movies and I have low expectations and somehow they are not even met. <laughs> so I, just, I was yeah, like, this is fine. That's fair. I just don't think this movie achieved or did anything that I have not seen before in any unique way at all. Yeah, I think I don't, there was good. Yeah, but good you don't, don't try heart. to say that any of these other movies that are like this are doing any of that stuff well, either. Thing, you can't tell me that any new Mission Impossible movie that comes out doesn't have that has anything in like different in it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's right. I haven't seen a Mission Impossible movie at any point and been like, man, all of these aren't action cliches that I've seen before. Exactly. So, but with Tomb Raider, I did. I've been over this with you. I expected a supernatural element, and that's what oh, I, like I liked about that, that there wasn't a supernatural. Well, element. that's not what I want from Tomb Raider. Like, there's a million other movies and genres that do. Oh, it's realistic. But everybody else, do, no. What every other mo- type of movie like that, you're literally saying has a supernatural element to them. Even Indiana Jones has supernatural elements to it. This is the only one I've ever seen that doesn't. National Treasure doesn't. Which is why I like National Treasure and why I like Tomb Raider, this Tomb Raider, mm. because there wasn't any of that. Now, obviously, are there unrealistic aspects to it? Like when she gets out of some of these situations? Of course. But yeah. I can bend my I can bend my believability a little bit because there's no ghost or spirit or curse or and then even the even I mean, to spoil it, like which I totally knew that that was what it was going to be. Did you figure that out? What? what her like the curse of the mummy was uh yeah i i guess i mean i pretty much figured out they were like they opened up they were like, oh it's a disease and i was like shocker i was like oh <laughs> yeah. we kind of already knew that yeah <laughs> that wasn't exactly yeah it's containment yeah yeah i didn't think it was that wasn't super brilliant on anybody's part but anyways that's why i liked it obviously we had kind of different expect expectations so Yours were not met and you didn't like it. Mine were met and I liked it. Well, maybe I want the cliche in this situation. I guess I like the fact that the supernatural elements come into play in Tomb Raider. And I like... Which I I also don't know. I've never watched the... I've never seen the other movies and I never played the video games. I just don't like... It seems like like it lacks... To me, it seems like this kind of story lacks substance when you don't have that element in there. I don't know. It's just kind of boring. I like that James Bond doesn't have the supernatural stuff anymore because yeah, I, I think that's kind of dumb. Oh yeah, that's that is dumb for James Bond. That he does have supernatural things sometimes. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah. old ones. That just oh, I make, hate it, it really invisible cars sense. and stuff. No, I'm like that's dumb. Yeah, it's. Oh, I mean that's science. It's technically not supernatural. Well, I've never seen an invisible car. Have you seen an invisible car? But they can make it. Do you they're, think they have those yet? Yeah, no. There, there are fabrics that reflect light. And oh if my the light We're not getting hit. into that now. <laughs> no, no, I reject that right now. But that is that is also a fact. this Tomb Raider was better than the Mummy. I don't know if I will ever go see anything of the movies that was as terrible as that Mummy was. Oh, I just don't. I don't understand why you thought it was good. It's like just the obvious like I don't think, exposition that's forced on, hold on hold, me. Hold on. I do not really think that this movie was great. 
we're not discussing that. I'm talking about a movie, an action movie I probably never have to go see again that was perfectly fine. Yeah, I guess I guess we just wanted two different things out of it. Like I felt like well, they now tried we've to wasted take way too much breath on this <laughs> Tomb Raider movie tried anyway. Tried to take something so. that shouldn't have been serious or taken itself so seriously and turned it into that. And that's what oh, I didn't, I didn't like think about it was it. taking itself that seriously. I really. feel like it did in comparison to what it should have at been. At one point, you think that it did when they threw all of this stuff at her, and even there was that meta moment where she had been through like three obstacles in a row, and she <laughs> basically says, "Really." You didn't think that was, when you thought it was happen? taking itself seriously. She's like stuck in the plane for like the third time and she's about to fall off the cliff and then it starts falling again and she goes, really? <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, it totally happened. <laughs> I distinctly recalled it. Maybe, maybe I was so upset watching the movie that I didn't actually see the same movie you did. Maybe I just like, I found things I didn't like and they stuck in my head so hard that That's I couldn't. That's what happens when you do it right away. If you pick <laughs> that stuff up right away. I also liked that every action sequence wasn't just bad guys shooting guns at each other. There were quote, well, quote unquote action sequences. Yeah. That I just, you know, if the second action sequence is guys shooting guns at each other, then the whole movie has to be that. And I hate that. That's why National Treasure 2 isn't that great. It's because people always have guns out all the time. They're always shooting at each other. So then the only place to go from there is guns and shooting at people. They They held back on that in this Tomb Raider. And they put some interesting little action sequences in there. It's just that it didn't get so big that the whole, that the ending was completely ridiculous. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. They set up they set up a shadow organization just like every other stupid movie does these days. Just it's what are just, you gonna it do? just I don't know. I just could have it could have been anything else. One tomb out of five. Oh I like, I mean I it's three. Perfectly <laughs> average. Whatever. One tomb out of five. I I want people to go above and beyond. My expectations are set high, especially for video games and well, the movies. You know I play video games and they have <laughs> yet they have yet to do that right a single time. Right? What? Have you ever seen a video game franchise turned into a good movie? I don't know. I don't play video games really. I don't even know what a video game franchise that's been turned into yeah. a movie is other than Tomb Raider. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. There's one. Oh, I forgot one that that was a movie. I know. Yeah, so did everyone else. That one was Prince horrible. of Persia was a movie too. Is it that was. a video game? Yeah, yeah. That one well, they're going to make a Mario Brothers bad. movie. Did you oh, know yeah, that? Oh, yeah, I know. I heard about that. They're also, At least it's a cartoon. Netflix is bringing back Legend of Zelda, the original classic cartoon. Oh, it's going to be a cartoon? I yeah. think that would be a cool live-action movie, probably. It's a... Yeah, Legend of Zelda, it would be hard. The expectations for that would be way too high. No, it yes, would. Yes, because fanboys' expectations yeah. are too high, which basically yeah. we know means that they'll never like anything. I mean, I, no, not necessarily. No, that's 100% no, no, true. No, 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 they still do good with the Legend no. of Zelda video games. They raise the bar consistently or surprise people, which this movie did not do. Bottom line. One tomb out well, of five. Also, I think that they might have done differently with this movie. I'm sure they were smart. I feel like they didn't spend a ton of money on this movie, which was probably smart because if it didn't smash expectations, then they wouldn't be saddled with this awful thing. Like, they... Like we talked about the um, the dark universe for Universal or whoever did the Mummy. Oh yeah, yeah, you're talking about the Mummy. Now they spent all this money and they've signed all this stuff and they've hyped up this huge thing and the Mummy tanked and now they're screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess they're not going to pursue that. That would make sense. 
<sighs> That's a bummer. Maybe they should have made it better. I haven't seen it. They should have made it better. It's terrible. We'll see. It's really terrible. I'll you should see it almost just for the fact that you can say that you saw this terrible <laughs> movie and talk about how terrible it is. I could just see Tomb Raider again. I don't even it's know what disc. that noise was. Whatever. <laughs> it's a disc. It's the audience t- listening to my disc going, ooh. All right. Well. Well, yeah. We talked way too long about that. But whatever. That's it for this week at the movies with Tomb Raider. We'll be back next week. And now, every week, as you do, you hear sound. And we watch a trailer. This week, we have the house with a clock in its walls. Is that that's what you said? Yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. All right. It has um, Jack Black, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. And Eli Roth directed it. Yeah. It's supposed to be a horror family movie. A yep. family horror movie. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> All right. So if you're not driving, take a moment, pull up that trailer. We're at Movie Clips Trailers on YouTube. And uh we're gonna watch it, and then when you hear from us again, we will have the what's what. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome back to the Propform Brothers. All right. Um, so uh, we just watched the trailer for The House with a Clock in Its Walls. And um, I don't know if anyone's ever watched something, seen someone, I guess, perform an action and just know as as whatever you're watching progressed that things just got kind of worse and worse and that feeling of dread welled up inside you <laughs> and you just knew that you had to be negative twice in one episode of a podcast because I had that feeling watching this trailer. So what we just witnessed was we've got Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, and a kid. Uh, in a house. Uh, I don't know how that kid got there. That's not their kid. It's his. That's his uncle or something. Uncle, like nephew, niece. <laughs> I've read a little okay. bit about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, very. The aesthetic of this is Spiderwick Chronicles, kind of. Oh, I don't know. Let me tell you. Like, do you want to know exactly what I kind of felt like yeah, it was? Yeah. It's haunted mansion. It's basically what a haunted mansion movie would be now that Disney's allowed to do things that are like creepier. Yeah, I, I do you because, actually think this is creepier than the Haunted no, Mansion? I well, the problem with okay, so big Disney. I'm a big Disney fan, and I want a really like kind of R-rated. No, I don't want oh, okay. R-rated. You can't have an R-rated because it's <laughs> still a thing that like well, we'll see families what, how super, ride. Superhero movies do with R-rated, and then we'll go from there. But. You can't have an R-rated Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted Mansion movie. You could have a PG-13 one now. You could not back before Pirates of the Caribbean came out. That's the thing. The Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy, I think that they would have liked. Obviously, they know that striking that huge comedy tone, what, what they did with it was kind of wrong. Because the Haunted Mansion, obviously, it has underlying, the classic ride has underlying fun parts to it and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek and like witty in a lot of ways but it's still supposed to be a little bit creepy yeah but then that haunted mansion movie was flat out terrible but that was before pirates of the caribbean pirates of the caribbean showed that you can make a pg-13 movie and families will still come to see it as long as it's not that bad yeah so now which did you know that guillermo del toro was supposed to be doing a haunted mansion movie for disney i did not that would be amazing i don't know that it's gonna pan out but at one point that was rumored and that would have been really cool so maybe we'll get that anyways this house of the clock and its walls kind of is like what i imagine a disney's haunted mansion movie might be a little like if it was like victorian style (laughs) instead because it's definitely it's a different it's a different look and feel well it looks like it's in the past it looks like this is in the past yeah um 
But it was good until those. I thought it was not bad until the stuff started coming out of the walls and the CGI didn't look that the great. The CGI but... looks absolutely awful. Yeah, this it looks is like bad. you see Jack Black and a kid in a real house, and you see like Jimmy Neutron tentacles, like All the TV the stuff, show. Like the production design <laughs> of the house and sort of that stuff beforehand looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks good, and it looks like there's going to be a lot of mystery elements. But then until those monsters came out, I was and like, the mystery Ooh. elements are kind of uh, yeah, interesting, cool. intriguing. This but is a yeah, you're movie. right. When it got towards the end, I it's was gonna like, be Ugh. awful. It just keeps. It's it's gonna. It's not gonna. Which be is good. so weird because Jack Black also just did Goosebumps, right? Yeah, no, he's he's doing a lot of kids comedy. I think that's just his thing now, which is which is interesting. But I don't think this is supposed to be this, a comedy per se, yeah. but it is supposed to be like a family movie. There's a clock like. in the wall, and they don't know what it does. I that's know why, what it does. I read about title. it. Okay, well, it you like don't know. destroys don't know. the universe or something. Uh, because this okay. is based on a short story, too, I think. It seems like it's based on a short story. It seems like it has no substance. That was the next also, thing I there was going is to, a, to There is a villain, which obviously wasn't in this trailer at all, though. So that is kind of confusing because you don't you don't even understand if there is a conflict. Yeah, it seems like there isn't. It, one. Yeah, it, that was. I think that's a problem with the trailer. But yeah. also, you're having to introduce a lot of stuff in two minutes, so... Yeah, I well, know. I think they did it a wasn't bad a great, job. It was an okay trailer about for about halfway through, and then afterwards it kind of was still all over the place. Like, yeah. we get it. The house is creepy, and it's weird. You could have saved a couple more seconds and tried to throw in a conflict. Bottom-of-the-line trailer review. One, don't feel like it has much plot. Two, acting didn't seem that good. Three, CGI was terrible. Four, it's the Haunted Mansion. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. I am not going to go see this movie. I don't know. We have movie pass, so. Oh no, I'm not. I'll I'll go see <laughs> anything else. I'll go see Tomb Raider again. I don't want to see this movie. I don't care. Not gotten my interest. I feel. You think you'll you'll go see it? I mean, you've read a little I bit might. about it. You have some more context than I do. Well, I was I very mean, intrigued by. I don't know. I was very okay. intrigued by the whole concept previously, and the fact that Eli Roth directed it. Yeah, the Bear Jew. But now it's kind of. I feel less inclined to go see it now that i've seen the trailer but yeah i uh well that's that <laughs> yeah there it is what <laughs> a clunker this, this trailer thing watch. is yeah i know it's uh it's a monday we're recording on a monday. monday this isn't normal for us we've got the monday blues i guess which we're about to shake them off with some superhero action all right, let's are you get ready into it, yeah. all right here we go let's jump in to the ultimate this is it's just a big day this is the longest series we've had on the show is it not we're starting. It's gonna be. What's We're gonna technically be. not there yet. But. It's a five-episode series. Yes. Yeah. I mean, have so this is the Avengers. Here we are at Avengers one. So I guess if you haven't listened to this before, we're jumping week one here with the Avengers. Next week we'll be doing Captain America: Winter Soldier. Then we'll be following up with the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Then we'll be doing Captain America: Civil War, and then. The week that Infinity War comes a out, special episode. We're right gonna after be doing that. a movie. Yeah. The main content will be on a movie that we That's just saw in theaters. Out. It's the yeah. first time. We're stepping up. Trying we're something stepping different. up for the plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate. Which us. also, I think we're going to talk a little. We're probably going to have to talk a little bit about Captain America just because I actually watched that one. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I should have rewatched it. I didn't, but I got. I'm it's sure okay. I can. I can answer some questions. I for think you. you're fine if you've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that it was it bad does, it just I mean, doesn't there are lots of references lot in the avengers on. though that it helps if you've seen captain america you didn't feel like that 
No. I felt like the I humor felt like, honestly, the situation. You didn't feel like it at all? Honestly, I kind of watched Ooh. the Avengers and I was like, I don't think I needed to watch that Captain America movie wow. necessarily. It wasn't terrible, but I was... I actually felt more lost because you didn't tell me to watch Thor than because I... Yeah, you told now me to watch Captain I, America. I definitely retroactively, looking back... Hindsight is twenty twenty. Should have told you to watch Thor. So yes, obviously, I consider the Tesseract a bigger deal than Loki. Oh, but it isn't. And oh, I haven't it seen is, Captain though. America in so long. Well, they're both really relevant. So we, I probably should have watched them both. Realistically, I'm gonna yeah. go back and watch Thor. Wrapping up Thor, which but I don't, we definitely skipped all that other stuff. What are those other things <laughs> that I skipped? Two Iron Man movies. Yeah, they don't matter. They don't uh, connect. The Hulk. The Hulk was the, the Hulk. other one. Which, oh, yeah. The Hulk. You might as well never watch a Hulk movie because you already know what's going on. It's it's the yeah. same thing every single time. You know, he's mad and he's green. But anyways, yeah. So here we are. You watched Captain America to leave up to this yes. talk about the Avengers. And now we're going to explain a little bit of backstory. So this is diving in deep. We're diving into some lore here for the Marvel Universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Some things that aren't answered directly on the movie. So to provide a little oh, bit of context. Why don't which... I ask you some questions that I didn't understand? Or okay. Let's go through the things this I didn't understand. This is off the cuff, so I'll do the best I can with this. Well, just quickly. So watching the Avengers, yeah. I obviously knew who Iron Man was just because everybody kind of knows who Iron Man is. Yeah. I guess I've seen bits and pieces of Iron Man movies yeah. before. We know that Robert Downey Jr. is like super smart. I didn't yeah. understand how that thing got on his body. Um, he put it there. Oh, that's interesting. I'm 90% sure. I can't I just I figured that it was something they had to do to save his life. Anyways, he's a ro- half robot or whatever. So, um, I was also just vaguely confused about Black Widow and Hawkeye and how they showed up. But basically one text to you cleared all that up. You just said, so they're both, those people don't have superpowers. Which ones? Black Widow and Hawkeye. Well, I mean, Hawkeye, yeah, he has. Uh, he has. I think it's implied he has works. superpowers. I mean, he can see. He can literally shoot arrows oh, so accurately, and has like supervision. And I think he's some. He's stronger than the average person. And then Black Widow is definitely stronger than your average person, and has like, you know, senses. Like, but so they never superhuman, got into those superhuman more so than like superhero oh, okay. is how I, I would you. define those characters. They never got, they never explored any of that in the movies that I missed. Um, well, Hawkeye is in Thor and I don't remember how much they went into his lore there. And then Black Widow is in Iron Man 2, but isn't even introduced as Black Widow. It's just kind of it's like just as there as a character. character yeah. Natasha, yeah. Yeah, but you don't even know her as Black Widow. So it's an appearance. It's not even like, a, oh, it's not gotcha. even relevant to the plot. Well, that was fine. I mean, other than that, I knew who everybody else was. I didn't understand. I do know that people really like Loki for some reason, like on the internet. And I didn't understand why, because he was really annoying and just like, I was, I've just felt like he was getting used by whatever that mysterious shadow monster thing in the other realm is. And I was like, you're dumb. You're just dumb. (laughs) I was it like, is, you're you not going to win either, so has, why? Yeah, he has the Infinity Gym <laughs> and the power to like control what people do by tapping them with his staff, which he does with Tom yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, he why turns not Hawkeye. just do that to these aliens and then have them go about your own little, you know, on Maybe your own Maybe they're plan. immune to that. I think, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's... He it's just seemed real... Bu- well, and then I went back and read all the Thor stuff on Wikipedia, yeah. what happened so that I could understand there. Yeah. And I was like, you're just butthurt that you're not 
Yes, that is his whole thing. That you're not <laughs> Odin's son and could the be his god of whatever those things yeah, are. Yeah, that's everything. And he even says that. He says that in the Avengers. It's like, yeah, oh, he Mr. Does. Butthurt, like, that's, your, that's your motif. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, he it's, was annoying. It's dumb. He wasn't really a very good villain, I didn't think. I mean, he's he's coming back. He's not going away anytime soon, so get, get used to him. Whatever. And you, you even asked me, why is he so popular? And it's because his actor is suave, right? I mean... Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, wh- why else... Why else would people like fine. Loki? You don't you don't think he's suave? I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. All right. I don't uh, think I've ever really seen him in anything else. I don't know if I have either. Yeah, he's t- he's just a big like meme. Internet people just like him for some reason. It's very weird. That sort of thing is very odd to me. When people I mean, and I kind of get it, but I kind of don't why you just like people for their fandom it's like the fandoms get attached to people just randomly for whatever reason it's very strange <laughs> yeah i mean he was he was like the main villain so he was like he was like a big pinpoint but i'm not even talking about him. anything that has to do with marvel i just think tom hiddleston has a rabid oh, fan base just, yeah. that for some he reason and i don't understand why created. i don't get yeah, it yeah people just really like him if I, anybody knows why <laughs> maybe i should just wikipedia maybe he was really popular on some something i don't know yeah, I, I can't. Know. I can't think of it because yeah, Loki is really kind of garbage. He's garbage, garbage all the time in all ways. He's gross looking too. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll <laughs> see it more. Yeah, his suit is so ugly. It's just awful. I hate <laughs> it. But um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Okay. Those were yeah. my questions, vaguely answered. <laughs> but I, I mean, understood everything else. It was fine. Yeah. The uh, the arc reactor, that piece, that chess piece, Tony Stark has, mm-hmm. is used to power his suit why it's there it also powers oh. there's one of those that powers his tower oh. powers his tower nice yeah all right so um yeah let's um let's go into the backstory what do you know isaac about the infinity stones i don't know anything about them because i already told you they don't talk about that don't in know any of the stuff anything they just about talk the about the tesseract stones, isaac they just talk about the Tesseract. All right. Well, here we are. Or in the if they talked about Infinity them in War. Thor, I didn't watch that one, so I don't know. Yeah. So do you know how the Tesseract got introduced? I think this is in the first Captain America, is it not? The first time you see the Tesseract. Yes. What happens? Um. Now I don't remember. <laughs> the I bad mean, guy wants the Red Tesseract. Red Skull gets the Tesseract, right? He wants it, and then, yeah, and they Does get it back. Does he have to steal it? Yeah, but I Oh. Oh. It was hidden in like a tomb in America or something. Was it in like, was it cold where it was hidden? No. It wasn't cold? No, I don't think so. Was it? A, a, it was like in a regular place. Oh, okay. Oh, some like, there were like priests and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And he came and got it. Okay. Yes. And then he had it. Yeah. And they said, we got to get this back. It's important. <laughs> yes. So they went That's and they got discussion. it back. And then Captain America was going <laughs> to, the, the, the missile or whatever he was riding in was going to blow up America. So he had to crash it into the Arctic and the Tesseract fell into the ocean. Yes. And then Iron Man's dad went down and got it. Yes. Okay. So, but do you know how it originally got to where it was? Did they cover that? In that that weird tomb thing? Yeah. No. No, not at all. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. Before the universe began, six singularities existed in the Marvel universe. They were space, mind, reality, power, time, and soul. Ask me about what the singularities were. I don't understand. Try to look it up. 
I tried know, to read it about seems it. Weird. I don't get it. I don't understand. But I mean, think about before the Do Big Bang in our universe. Control like, different. What was things? dark matter and light matter? Yes, that's what I'm about to get into. Which one is the? Hold so, on, let me guess. The Tesseract must be space yes exactly right good one all right so the dark elves we're gonna get into dark elves this is part of the thor storyline so dark elves arose from the darkness before traveling to the nine realms which are the nine universes that exist next to like earth so like asgard is one and you've got earth and you've got the other ones that i can't remember and they're not important i guess well i think they come into play we'll get to that but so it's called svartolfheim (laughs) Spartalfheim, the Dark World. So they're they're the villains. They're the main villains in Thor Dark World too. So I was about to say, oh, the Thor of the Dark World. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Oh, okay. I understand why it's not called Thor (laughs) Spartalfheim. It's Spartalfheim. Is Ragnarok one? Um, I guess I think so. I think that existed its own little plane there. I think it's one of the nine. But that makes sense. So. The universe begins. There are cosmic entities, death, entropy, infinity, and eternity. They create the infinity stones from these singularities. Each one has a power relative to its singularity. Got it? Mm-hmm. All right. So the elders of the universe, the collector and the grandmaster are the next people to come into being. And the collector can be recognized from the Guardians of the Galaxies movies. Oh. Do you know who plays him? Kurt Russell. No, he plays. Well, he plays. His character is super important, and it's part of this. But I'm not going to get Look into it. Look at me just guessing all of this, and I've never seen any of these. I think it's Benicio del Toro, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, I think it's him. Anyways, I have not seen those. So that's how the universe begins, Obviously. and that's how they initially come about. And I don't have any more information. So there's that. lots of very powerful people in this universe now. There are, yes, and they so have artifacts. What you didn't know about the Avengers and the Marvel universe is it's a lot more expansive like the the roles of like thor and these superheroes that are super powerful in the scope of what these movies are mm-hmm. with infinity war and the infinity stones they are about to get way wider in scope it's gotcha. it's gonna be like the characters and their level of power and the people that we're introduced to are gonna get like way where are all varied. the other infinity stones at that's a good question we're gonna go over it i've got some information for oh, you okay so, you haven't seen the rest of the movies. A lot of these, everything... Don't spoil stuff. Too much, well, anyway. No, I'm just going to tell you where the stones are in general. Oh, okay. Are but they on Earth? Are they in different places? A lot places? of them are on Earth, and that's super important. Oh, so, we don't know where one of them makes is. Sense. And we have seen five in other Marvel movies. So, I so think, they just come about in other different movies? Yes. Yes, cool. for sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's the... Um, power stone is in guardians of the galaxy i'm not totally sure yeah so the guardians of the galaxy have this stone that you can't touch and they have to wrap it in something else and they ended up sending it off and giving it to these people for safekeeping we have the reality stone which um you see in door is the space stone the tesseract huh is the space stone the tesseract yes the space stone why does it have a different is the name? tesseract that's just what or we are call they it. all have different names there's yes they all have their yeah. own names because i don't think i think when the characters interact with them they don't understand what they are so they right. give them their that own names sense. and okay. then when you put it into the context of like their history which a lot mm-hmm. of the characters don't know yeah. you start to call them the infinity stones because that's and then what, they what the are. name of the actual stone is like yes. the space stone yes so we okay. know what happens with the tesseract up to this point which at the end of the avengers we just watched it it gets taken up into space with thor so 
sent up for safekeeping with Thor and Loki when they teleport away. Yes. Yeah, they both have their hands on it. So, we talked about the Power Stone, Guardians of the Galaxy. That one's in safekeeping up with the uh, Nova. It's in the Nova Core Vault on, where is it? Xandar. So, the Reality Stone, this one, part of the Thor storyline. We haven't got to it yet, but in Thor Dark World, you see it a bunch, and I won't get into it, but that one is now in the Collector's Museum. So, with the Collector, one of those ancient beings. Is the Collector a good guy who's keeping the stones, or a bad guy? It's it's a little iffy. Uh, so, geez. the Collector's I'm motives at this point now. are kind of unknown. Anyways. I just have to watch all these stupid you movies, do. I You guess. do. I know. Dang I'm it. I'm so excited. All right. The Mind Stone <laughs> is the one that you're also aware of that's in Loki's staff. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yes. So there's a little gym, and they make a big deal out of the staff, don't they? Yeah, because the staff works with the Tesseract. Yes. And we don't know why. Because they're both Infinity Stones. So you do, it's called the Mind Stone, which makes sense, because he taps people and he's able to control their their mind. mind. Like Hawkeye, Uh, yeah. See, as this is unraveling, are you tingling a little bit? I'm tingling just thinking about it. You're not tingling? Oh, it makes me excited. Okay. I do give massive credit to them for having planned out this entire series of movies i mean i mean obviously i guess stan lee really did this yes stan lee and everyone at marvel that was writing all this stuff that was able to connect this all it's i mean there's more detail in the comic books there's all sorts of stuff it's yeah no so people that have never read comic books it's literally like it's like a secret because (laughs) yeah no so if you get into reading comic books Uh, it's unbelievable how much detail you get because you think about comic books or i always did and i was like you know you got pictures and words and you think it's going to be a limitation on the depth of what goes into them Mm -hmm. but honestly i think it's one of honestly it sounds like what i expected out of these movies and clearly it's a lot more than that so (laughs) yeah so anyways this is an amazing story and i'm very excited for how this is going to line up and i think i don't think you're ready for the level that they take the end of this little story at least the details where i think they're going are these avengers movies ending this whole story type of thing because i do know that that ends the last phase that they basically have planned for now there is a big event at the end of infinity war and i'm not going to go into exactly what happens and we don't know exactly what's going to happen they're not going to follow yes and they're not going to follow the exact script from the comic books i don't believe i know because they still got to make money and they still got to make more movies there'll be some threads (laughs) but they're definitely i mean they want to make it different too they want to surprise people and change it up for those that already know the story because you can i mean you can go and spoil it for yourself and possibly ruin like you know the surprise of the way the story unfolds but anyways, that's the Infinity Stones. Now we know what they are, and we can go over a little bit of history that brings... So, like you just said, you watch Captain America, and you're like, where did this Tesseract come from? Why is it here? What is it? We know what it is now. It's mm-hmm. an Infinity Stone okay. leading up to Infinity War, and we've seen Thanos is the bad guy in Infinity War who has He the doesn't glove. have a name, but yeah. Okay, well, he's called Thanos. It, that's, he didn't have a name in knowledge. Avengers, but no. yeah yeah so he's coming for the infinity stones this is where infinity war is taking us and that's what we're leading up to so this was a good intro and from there um a few thousand years ago as guardians so the people in thor mm-hmm. the kree and human civilizations emerge kind of around the same time in their own separate places then the um convergence occurs which is where the nine realms of yggdrasil which is what just that's what they're all called together occur and this happens once every five thousand years this is the main plot in thor dark world and it comes into play well don't tell me it well that's i mean 
it's not it doesn't spoil anything okay that's like the beginning of it they're like oh the yggdrasil is lining up and they're oh, freaking okay. out so that's that's thor dark world the asgardians and, are yes the asgardians are and because the humans aren't because they don't know anything about it yeah so this is five thousand years before the current one this is, um, they have the Battle of Svartalfheim, <laughs> where Malekith leads the Dark Elves to try and destroy the Nine Realms using the Aether Stone, which is the reality stone, the Aether. And um, he doesn't win, so the Asgardians have control of that at that time. And um, let's see, what else is important? Um, I'm trying to lead up to um, where we are with the, um, not with the reality stone, with the space stone. Yeah. Um, why did I even put that in there? That doesn't make any sense. Oh. I don't know. I feel like I understand now. Oh, anyways. Okay, so. They have lots of stones, and they're in various places, but we're getting close to having yes. them all. Yes. And then okay. the Infinity War, people are going to fight over the stones. Yes. Anyways, there are frost giants. So, this is another thing. Another one of the nine realms of Yudrasil. Oh. Frost giants exist. And they end up fighting with the Asgardians for control. They're just, they're in a Is war. Is this in a Thor movie? Um, I think there's a little bit of this at the beginning of one of them, maybe. No, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it's covered. But this is how it ends up on Earth. This is how the Tesseract ends up on Earth because oh. the Asgardians have it and they're fighting. They come to Earth to fry, fight the Frost Giants and they lose it. They lose it somewhere on Earth and it's oh. found. And the people understand what it is and they're the people that are holding it in that oh tomb yeah, yeah, yeah. With the priests okay. so that's what it is odin literally thor's dad just lost it on earth it's very like loosely described how that happened but somewhere in the battle it was lost and it was kept there for safekeeping is thor's dad so. anthony hopkins yes is that, is that? i think he is he didn't really appear in the avengers i think they had like a flashback to him or something and it was the back of his head but i recognized it um yeah, this guy right here? Yeah. From Westworld. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes, that's And it. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yes. Definitely from Silence of the Lambs. Okay, so that's how it got there, and that's how um the um that's how the Aether, the reality stone, got to where it is. And that was covered in Thor Dark World, and I included that just because we're not watching it for a little bit of backstory. Well, but I'm gonna watch it this week before I watch Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes, but what you're learning is, so all of these stones, they were originally created and divided because it was really powerful and they didn't right. want anyone to have them because you could destroy the same the universe old thing that anybody you always bring all does. the similarities together. Yeah. Yes, but what you'll notice is along these stories with these different superheroes, as each of these individual storylines progressing, there is sort of a gravity for these Infinity Stones all to move to one place and that place is earth oh why are they so, all trying to come to earth because they're, they're already not all here. trying to come to earth but just the way events are happening at this point every every infinity stone is starting to move towards earth so it's kind of like coincidence but if they're all being gathered in one place it's going to attract the attention of someone who right. wants to gather them all and that is exactly what's happening gotcha. so here we are with the Avengers. Thanos is doing that? Yes. Thanos okay. is the dude. He's mad. He wants to destroy the universe. Why? That's what then Infinity he would be Wars dead too, start. right? Well, it, it'll get into that. Okay. It'll get into all that. But here we are. Back to Avengers. All right. Plot of the Avengers, Isaac. Where do we start? Uh, well, now I feel like that plot's irrelevant because <laughs> we already know what happens, I think. Um. So, oh, Loki comes and yeah. he 
somehow Thanos and him open the portal where the Tesseract is. And so Loki steals the Tesseract. And Nick Fury is like, we got to get the Tesseract back. So let's kick off this program that I pretended like I had shut down or mm-hmm. I did shut it down. But now we're bringing it back together. I want all the Avengers to get together, even though they don't really like each other. Yeah. So he gets them all together and they fight a lot. They're still trying to beat Loki. Loki lets himself get captured like really easily, which is <laughs> yes. kind of lame. But for he, a reason. Because he was like, everybody has to bow down to me because I think I'm hot stuff. Yeah. And then he gets captured. Um, I didn't really understand why he obviously wanted himself to be captured. Just oh, to stir up tension inside the oh. Avengers, which he did. He did that well. Yeah, he did that. And people were mad. And he was able to escape. He knew he was going to be able to escape. Yeah. So, or assumed. He escaped. Don't forget that at this whole time he's working with Hawkeye because he turned Hawkeye at the beginning when he got the Tesseract. As, as well as the scientist. Yeah, including Stellan Skarsgård. Is that his name? Yeah. The yes. one that's in um, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. He's also in <laughs> Thor, so you'll get a little more backstory. Oh, on him. okay. I, didn't I figured he that. was important because when yeah. I can recognize an actor, I'm like, oh, they must be important somewhere else. It's in this crazy too. that they don't introduce him in this one, but I guess they assume that you have watched they Thor. They assume that you yeah. have, yes. So absolutely. heavily. And I didn't Which is fine. That, but, yeah. um, so he got turned to. Somebody else got turned, didn't they? Somebody else got turned? Yeah. A just, couple no, other just people. the scientist and Hawk guy were the one or two, two random other people i think did yeah oh well like whatever anyways so the avengers are fighting because they disagree about what to do because then they find out that really shield wants the tesseract and they're going to make these weapons because they're trying to be protective and some people su- yes. some of the avengers support that and some of them don't support it so they kind of fight but then they realize that it doesn't matter because loki opens the wormhole thing and all these monsters come out. Yep. And so the Avengers reluctantly to some extent true work together to defeat Loki and the monsters. Yeah. And that action scene, how perfectly framed and guided is that action scene though? Where like it jumps from character to character in single shots and you get a feel for what each character is doing as it's going on and they're fighting around. That scene yeah, is also, an amazingly really conducted long, action scene. It was it really, really nice, long. but it's really, it was really long by the time, sort of not going to lie, by the time we were getting to the end of it, I was like, all right, how much more is there to this <laughs> fighting? Because there was a lot of fighting. Yeah. I mean, the missile, the missile, the little missile bit at the end there where he takes it up and shoots it into outer space at the yeah. ship that part though i feel like it it's really good like once you know yeah, that to send a cool. missile and try and blow it up that that leads the action scene along it does kind of drag a little bit at the beginning of it i think they also just, just try to like, put these where, little quips where are they, in what are they gonna do what are they doing like it seems like they're not making any progress i guess and you feel like well, that this as you're is watching now it. well now that we already know that it's going on more i'm sure it was a big deal when the only movies that you'd seen to this point were anything released before the Avengers. And you thought this was as big as it was going to oh, get. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it was like, this is a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. then now that the we know that we're super high and they're about, the to be, have but been, they're about to be even higher. Well, yeah. Now that the stakes have been blown way past that, it's kind of like, well, whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, I mean, the movie was good. Yeah. It had good stuff. I in thought it. Iron Man was going to die when I saw this movie in theaters. See, I thought he wasn't the going to make it is through. I know. See, that's the, the some of the tension is killed 
Yeah. Because I know yeah. that like Iron even, Man's not going to die. So. You don't get to re-experience. I think about no, those emotions that I saw in theater. I was like, Iron Man's dead. This that's is, it. And that's why, and it's the same, but it's the same thing with anything that people get into late, obviously, yeah. is you're always going to miss those things. For instance, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, I won't spoil anything on here because spoiling Game of Thrones is like the worst thing ever. But at this point, you're pretty far behind. So you're going to get something spoiled. Most likely, you oh, probably yeah. already know something. But the reaction that you have the first time that some some of that stuff happens is yeah. really incredible. Oh, yeah. I will never forget. I don't know if I have that video any, anymore, but I red knew wedding. what was going to happen at the red wedding and <laughs> Caleb had no idea. So I videotaped him watching it and it was so great. <laughs> I love those videos on the internet yeah. of people reacting to the red wedding too because I mean, it's yeah. so crazy. This is a huge sidetrack, but yeah, that is that was the one moment. But That's capturing... the moment that like, defines Game of Thrones story turns. Yeah, but capturing that you'll never if you're into something late you're never going to capture that sort of experience it's so hard you can't unless you've somehow blocked everything out yeah yeah so and we're gonna have we're definitely leading up to a similar experience but to the now, red wedding with i will, this. Get, I will I mean, get to have a little there bit of are that. nothing is off limits in this you know right. that right yeah they can totally they're setting up so many different like avenues they could take the story and like there's the comic book versus like them going off on their own right and all these characters they could kill any of these characters yeah. it is which i figured and i'm field. sure some people probably want out of their oh, contracts yeah. they're probably done with it so that's that's happening too and you hear talk of that plus talk of people predicting who might die and looking at the comic books yeah. for hints there is like people are starting to like well up excitement because well, you want to know what's gonna happen too, yeah. Yeah. So. well you know it's not certainly no coincidence that what's his name is at the end of black panther yeah, yeah, Bucky Barnes. Yeah, that the Sebastian Stan Bucky Barnes character, which mm-hmm. I supposedly think I think is dead currently. <laughs> is dead currently? Yeah, he dies in he dies in Captain America. Oh dies. yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I forget where you are, <laughs> but I know that he's Winter Soldier, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you'll get um, that. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I liked the Avengers. I don't know. I liked it. I felt like the plot was a little weak. Really? Some, yeah. I mean, I know that the point was just to oh, get no. all the Avengers together. Mostly because of the dynamic between Loki and the bad guys not really making sense. Oh, and then just being yeah. like, let's attack Earth. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I think that, that sort of was thing was kind of weak. But Loki wanted the Tesseract and I think wanted their help. And yeah. I mean, in a, in a way, he's closer than he was to getting the Tesseract. So if you look at Loki as like a more complex character across the movies, it does, you could, you could argue that he's using them on his side and acting as if they're let he's letting them use him yeah to allow him to have right. some strength to get the tesseract even though he could have probably come up with a better plan but um oh i'm just trying to go over kind of we've talked here a little a uh, good long time but mm-hmm. i was just trying to kind of go over the avengers because now we've not really gone over necessarily like we usually do obviously though there's a less there's less of an emphasis in these movies well, on here, some of the art stuff that we kind of talk about, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is about art. I think this is commenting about oh, what is obviously, obviously the art. biggest. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's the biggest 
but movie it's, universe it ever. One hundred percent ever the and biggest that there's ever been. There's a reason that it's as good as it is, even if you don't there have any story. of the backstory. There's a it's nice super story. strong, yeah. and we can like us diving into and connecting it only makes it stronger. Yes, so it does. now I feel like there's a reason to all these. I never yeah. felt like there was a reason to go see any of these types of yep. movies before because I just thought it's the same old same old all the time. Which is yeah. the bad guys lose, the good guys win, and it's you know you go home at the end of the day and it's cool to watch for two hours but you always know what it's going to be like or what's going to happen yeah and now that there's all this big sort of universe that they built up it is kind of cool to see all that stuff yeah which they were hinting at this universe i think as early as iron man 2 i want to say i can't remember which movie had the first post credit scene in it or which movie had the first like open book that the camera panned across that showed a picture of like the tesseract and like oh, some like yeah. scientific notation but so long ago they started doing that and they they knew at that point for sure they knew at that point that they were building this up at least to the tesseract but i'm guaranteeing they were building they already knew what they were building beyond that based well on the and you can tell making. but you can definitely tell because captain america clearly to some extent is a i think that everybody knew by the time captain america came around because it's basically here's your origin story for captain america so we can introduce it and then have him in the avengers because yeah, literally along the, the end, way it became like at the end of captain america every, the avengers is 100 percent confirmed yeah. so um as for captain america it was it was okay it was good too it was a little boring sometimes yeah it is nowhere near as good as winter soldier you will love winter soldier i'm gambling that winter soldier might be your favorite movie of the movies we watch up to infinity war oh, okay that's my best so it won't be better than black next. panther i won't like it better than black panther Ooh, it, out of these four yes that's black panther is above and beyond i consider winter soldier on that level though cool i'm excited about that that was why i was really excited to watch the first captain america i think because everybody said that winter soldier is that good but the first captain america it was perfectly fine it was a little vanilla it was a little it was like fine but that's (laughs) how i can describe it because it was there i liked that it had sort of more of that it had a little bit of something different just because it was set in the past too and that was kind of cool I didn't like Captain America particularly. Mm-hmm. He's very there, and I didn't... Yeah, his character kind of sucks until he has to go through time travel and then readjust. But I kind I think, of liked him I think in, his character I liked him a little bit in Avengers, goes. too. Yeah, I mean, his character starts to become I liked more Mark relatable. Ruffalo as the Hulk I think in, he's an amazing Hulk. It's, well, obviously, Mark Ruffalo is an amazing actor anyway, yeah. so... I mean, he was just he's just the last person I would think to play like a Hulk scientist character, but does a perfect job. Yeah, he was he was good. Um, I liked Scarlett Johansson in it. Yeah, I mean, she does a good job. I Jeremy never... Renner wasn't doing a lot in the Avengers, but there's nothing wrong with looking at him. So <laughs> that's good. Jason Bourne. He's, uh, all, he's Jason Iron Bourne. Man, in every I movie. can't decide. I need to watch the Iron Man movies. I feel like to decide if I like Iron Man or not. Yeah, I mean, if you're not into, he was his, really like, annoying in this one. I thought. I mean, he's Avengers. a showboat. He's a yeah. showboat. That's what he is. And if you like, if you like Robert Downey Jr.'s humor and like presence in showboating, yeah. then you're a huge fan. And lots of people are, which is why the Iron Man movies have Obviously. been so good. They've been so many. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. What was the? Who's the last one? Where's the last one we're looking for here? The last what? Oh, we talked about them all. Oh, Thor. Oh yeah, the last movie. Thor is uh 
though I was going through all the characters. Characters, sorry. I can't decide if I like Thor or don't like Thor. Dude, he is he was a terrible actor at the t- at this time <laughs> with like he, Avengers. He's really he's not. He's just so maybe over that's the, the top. problem. He's so like overacting the character of like I'm a Viking from another yeah. space realm. Like maybe that's just, the problem. It's way too much at this point. And, and we've he, seen he starts other, to dial it back as we've these seen go these on. actors. I've seen most of these actors in other projects, uh-huh. so I know that most of them are actually well. I don't know about Chris Evans. He's not really. Uh, but obviously Robert Downey Jr. has done some nice acting before. Mm-hmm. We know Mark Ruffalo has. Even Scarlett Johansson is a pretty decent act, like actual actress. So, yeah. And also the thing is, as I already told you, I just don't like the like weird sci-fi alien stuff. But that's what Thor is. So, yeah. Oh, also a little bit I read about. So the Soul Stone. But it was pretty solid. I've liked them so far. I'm having a little bit of fun with it. Okay, so yeah, I think I think this is a good talk for the Avengers, and I think we've talked about what happens with the Infinity Stones and let it up, and the fact that we like it, and I think I'm sure you were probably surprised. We talked a bit, a little bit about this. How much of like the tension between the Avengers is what this movie is about? Oh, and they did a nice battle, job with that, and that too. is a much more interesting yeah. story than them like you know fighting the whole time with Ooh, some yeah. bad guy and yes. just becoming a team. Which, in my opinion, is what's wrong with Guardians of the Galaxy. Is because oh, they're a bunch of misfits, but they're immediately them. like, "Now we're friends!" Like so right. fast that it's like it's just like it didn't. It never seemed realistic to me. So that that's what was I good had. about the Power Rangers movie too. Yeah. Oh, we didn't actually. I don't think I said the Time Stone and the Soul Stone. I don't think I said where they were. Do you remember if I said? No, I don't. Okay, think so, I'm going to cover that really quickly before we're done because one will <laughs> surprise you. So I'm not even sure about the Soul Stone, but I have a theory. There's question marks on that chart there. So. There are question marks on this chart. Obviously, but nobody I have knows. a theory. Okay. So uh, other people have this theory too. I didn't just invent it. But okay, Time Stone. It's in Doctor Strange. It's really obvious. He oh, gets yeah. this thing called Eye of Agamotto, and the whole movie, he's like messing with time after that point, and he's interested in time the whole time. That one is the most on the nose gotcha. version of these things. So, the Soul Stone, technically question marks. I know, I think I've seen images of Thanos having the Soul Stone in his glove or people saying that maybe it was it's just lost and he just like starts out with it and things like that and that's what i think was assumed but if you remember at the beginning of black panther what do you remember about the beginning of black panther isaac you saw it how does so at the beginning there's this big animated sequence and they talk about the history of the black panther tribe oh yeah so -hmm. what happens what what initially started oh there's lots of different tribes yes but why what what are the tribes doing they're warring. What are they warring over? Vibranium. Uh, the <laughs> herb, right? The herb that. Ge- oh no, oh. they are warring over vibranium. How does the vibranium get to Earth? It crashes there. Crashes from what? Space. Yes, and <laughs> it's a meteorite. So inside mm-hmm. that meteorite is a glowing little dot, a stone. Oh. I'm possibly predicting that probably exists underneath Wakanda and gave rise to the herb that allows them to have the powers they have. It's the soul stone. And it also, whatever arises from that, lets them communicate with their ancestors, their dead ancestors. So it would make a lot of sense to me that they may not even understand, yeah, that that's where it is. So the magic metal, 
the connection with the other universe and the superpowers all theory. coming to the I know that is a good theory. I'm, I mean, I'm not taking credit for that, but like <laughs> that sounds exactly right, which would mean not only were five of them on Earth, but at this point, all six of the stones for someone who is well aware, like a bad guy named Thanos, might want to come to Earth to get them all together. All of them are. I thought they were sent to places. Some uh, of them. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all coming to Earth, or they could be organized. They all gotcha. They're all aware. Someone the locations all. Yes. are all known. Yeah, that was so dumb there for me go. to say that. But yeah, so how many of them are on Earth? One is on Earth for sure. The Time Stone. I think I think it's still on Earth. I don't even want to get into it. We know the location. We know the location. Someone of them all. That's who can get <laughs> reconnaissance who could work really could hard to get out. them all. Yeah, none of them are hidden. They're all in the possession of someone. And we if know that Soul Stone if is if the Soul Stone is that, honor. which is a which is a theory. So they could do that some other way. But I feel I think like that that's sounds, pretty good. That's pretty sounds... <laughs> solid theory there. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't even think about that. You didn't. You didn't have the uh, I guess the Infinity Gym mindset going into that. But I didn't even consider. Yeah, I didn't that. even notice. I it. just like I didn't even. Th- think about that but that makes so much sense and uh i did read somewhere that the director of black panther decided not to put an infinity gym directly into the movie not to to distract didn't want to distract from the whole vibranium thing so i think which it was i noticed subversive but that was even in play way back when because captain america's shield is made out of mm-hmm. vibranium yeah so that I mean, the vibranium thing is very important. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Through all of this, yeah. So, people have so much time. I can never understand how people have so much time to come up with these theories about things. <laughs> there's theories about all everything. Yeah, yeah. Anything that has a huge universe, there's theories about. It's true. That's crazy. It is crazy, and this but is it's a, cool. it's a good I universe to theorize cool. on, and yeah. it has some good lore. And that's that's what today's episode was about. We didn't really, I guess, talk too much about the Avengers, but here wrapping up, we definitely it's have okay. Covered... It's an action movie. It was mostly plot anyway. Yeah, you know, we I talked mean, about actors and we their got performances the characters, and characters. We got where they yeah. came from. We got the setup for Infinity War with the Infinity Stone. So as we talk about this through the next weeks, everyone will know what we're talking about yes. and have a little bit of. I guess just some more context for everything that's going on and to know how big of a scale it is and how well organized this whole universe was. And I mean, I appreciate it. And I used to be, uh, I used to not like superhero movies. There was a time me and you both had the opinion, this is oversaturated. This is terrible. Why are they doing this? And it was because they were setting this up. And I don't think either of us saw that. It was also because DC was putting out garbage that no one wants to see. They're still putting out and garbage they still that are. no one wants to see. But And they don't have a story like they that, don't do have they? anything like this. Nope. Not even close. So this should be appreciated. And it's the biggest, the single biggest film franchise of all time. And it is so for a reason. And we can get to the bottom of it. And it deserves yeah, it's even recognition. Bigger than Star Wars, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. In terms of money making. That's crazy. Absolutely. It is crazy. And also, though, Star Wars was released a long time ago, and the money wasn't... <laughs> movies didn't cost as much money yeah. back then as they do now. But let's be real. They're going to drive Star Wars into the ground, no matter what. It's never going to be at the peak of Force Awakens. I think, well, I guess the problem is that they're not tapped into the sort of a story that really wraps them all together like this is. Marvel, Disney with Marvel, has not put off fans of the original comic books with what they've done. They've kept their fan base and grown their fan base. Star Wars, for some reason, they were like, let's alienate everyone. George Lucas did that on his own too, though. That's true. The prequels were super divisive. But 
I don't know. There was a huge break there. They were he had to do something different. He just wanted to take his check and run. That's I honestly I prefer the prequels to the originals. I don't watch them, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I, that'll be that's a topic for <laughs> no, a whole other we have episode. To get we into can't this, even so can't angry. even talk about this. There's so much, <laughs> but I mean, just what we're talking about now—that's the problem with Star Wars. It yeah. is that happens over and over, and it'll always happen. And Star Wars is this giant universe where they decide to follow two characters around, right. and they only go to six planets. And you're like, well, that's not very expansive. Well, and then good. there's only two people with a lightsaber in most of these movies. Like, we have these. This awesome technology, the prequels, at least there were more than two Jedis at a time, which is so boring. Well, hold on. Hold on, though, because we're going to have like three more different Star Wars film series coming out. (laughs) So we'll see what they do with them, I guess. Let's hope they do something decent. Anyways, next week, we'll be talking about Captain America Winter Soldier. We've got a lot of lead up. We'll get more detailed now that I've got everyone on the hook here. We'll go more so into what happens with everything that we've... um, We'll connect any movies between this one and that one that are relevant including the ones for the I Infinity watched, Gems, including the ones you watched. Watch yeah. Doors. So we'll have some more context. We'll go over in-depth Captain America. Winter no wonder Soldier. Iron Man doesn't matter to any of these. He don't have no stone. True. He just has the technology that allows them to help fight the bad guys. Yes. Iron Man is important, and you'll see that more as the story goes on to these movies. But he doesn't have a stone. He does have a cool chess piece. That he made himself. Our creator. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyways, I think that's enough for this week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. You can find us on social media at PBMC Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. And we're at Popcorn Movie Brothers. Popcorn Movie Brother. Popcorn. What is it? Popcorn Brothers Movie Club. That's the name of this podcast. And uh, we're at. Um, Popcorn Brothers Movie Club at gmail.com as well. If you want to send us emails, we like fan mail. I thought it was PBMC Podcast. Is at it, man? I, I think just it need is. to be done. This is <laughs> terrible. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Which this really will come out on happy Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that's enough. We're on SoundCloud. We're on all your favorite podcast apps. And I'm Eli. I'm Eli.